The Bill Myers Show podcast is sponsored by Clouser Drilling. They've been leading the way in Southern Oregon well drilling for over 50 years. Find out more about them at clouserdrilling.com. Looks like AT&T is still having problems on their network. It's been a nationwide problem. I mean, just all over the cellular networks, of course, causing problems. We're looking on down detector right now. 73,000 people uh, reporting. Now, it's not everybody. It's not 73,000 customers involved. That's just saying that the ones that have actually just logged into Down Detector and said, hey, you know, we're dealing with uh, some real problems. I know they're working on it, but uh, yikes. That, uh, <laughs> you know, what happened? Uh, did, did someone just, uh, you, know, it, you know, one little cable probably pulled someplace in some, uh, in, in some tiny data center or something like that, and then it just spreads. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, that, is, that is the story. I know Spectrum had some uh, big problems a while back, too. I mean, everyone has their problems. Uh, Hunter Fibers had some. Everybody has, um, well, it's complex and fragile all at the same time, right? I, I guess that's kind of what we're uh, talking about this morning. Five minutes after seven, Conspiracy Theory Thursday. It's open phones after news. Join in at 770-5633. Happy to have you uh, call in. And I want to uh, talk about some other things, including... The Road Valley Times and do the local uh, papers, the news organizations, do they actually want any meaningful conversation or comments on some of the articles? And uh, I had an interesting experience when I ended up uh, commenting on the Medford teacher's contract story in the RV Times. We'll share that and a bunch of other stuff, too. We've heard it all. A two-car accident in my own driveway. Yikes. I should have cut down that tree a long time ago. So now I know what soft shoulder means. But the reason you need auto body repair doesn't matter to us as much as making your car look new again and the process easy for you. At Lithia Body and Paint, we've been getting Southern Oregon drivers back on the road since 1946. Service, speed, accuracy. That's Lithia Body and Paint on Bullock Road in Medford. Southern Oregon Shooting Sports and Three Rivers Ammo, your local ammo manufacturer, would like to invite you to their gun show this Saturday and Sunday at the Jackson County Expo. The Southern Oregon Gun Show has it all for the hunter, collector, and outdoorsman. This is your chance to talk with gun experts, so while you're at the show at the Seven Feathers Event Center, stop by the Pageant Pavilion and check out the huge Southern Oregon Shooting Sports and Three Rivers Ammo Gun Show on Saturday 9 to 5 and Sunday 10 to 3. I'm Rich Thomason. Speculation that President Biden is considering steps to secure the southern border isn't sitting too well with some of his fellow Democrats. New York Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez says that copying former President Trump isn't the way to beat Mr. Trump in November. There is cautious optimism among some GOP political observers and Republicans could win control of the Senate in November. Network issues this morning have been plaguing thousands of cell phone customers all across the country and in Canada as well. There have been reports of some outages, even outages affecting crucial 911 services in some parts of the country. The opening bell just sounding this morning on Wall Street. And at the bell, stocks opening sharply higher. Futures were higher all morning long. More details at srnnews.com. Jessica, this is the happiest day of my life. Right up there with the day I bought my RV and insured it with Progressive. Man, I love that thing. There are a million fish in the sea, which I'm reminded of every time I bring my RV to the lake, but I vow to love and cherish you. 
just as much as I cherish campsites with full electric and water hookups. I'm so sorry. Protect your beloved with an RV policy from Progressive. Take as little as four minutes to see what you could save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. The, the tradition continues at the 24th Annual Newswatch 12 Sportsman's and Outdoor Recreation Show at the Jackson County Expo, February 23rd through 25th. See and shop all your outdoor recreation needs from a host of new exhibitors. You can meet the world-famous 600-pound Lion Maasai. Visit the ATV Fusion Display. Don't miss the Seven Feathers Big Game Trophy Room and free senior night. You'll see guides, lodges, and outdoor agencies. Sign up to win a winch to go and other great prizes. For the kids, there's a live trout pond, archery and laser shotgun ranges, a huge climbing wall, and a 10-foot tall Sasquatch. Catch the fishing demonstrations in the giant fish tank and learn the latest tips at the Sportsman's Theater covering fishing, hunting, boating, gun safety, and a Bigfoot town meeting. RVs, ATVs, boats, trailers, and wall tents at low show prices. All this and more at the Jackson County Sportsman's and Outdoor Recreation Show presented by Bymark, February 23rd through 25th. Let's go! For more info, visit ExposureShows.com. Hi there, it's Jeff with Quality Tree Service. As we look forward to spring, now is the time we offer our best rates of the year. Winter is also a great time to prune your trees because they're dormant and waiting to wake up and grow in a healthy way. So give us a call and get a no obligation quote. I think you'll be impressed with how affordable it is to get your trees shaped up for spring. Quality Tree Service offers senior and military discounts too. Find us at qualitytreeservicemedford.com. Wings are here. Oh, from no, I'd never order from anymore. Popeyes now has wings in five flavors. Ghost pepper, roasted garlic parmesan, sweet and spicy, signature hot, and honey barbecue. Marinated in Louisiana spices, hand-battered and flipped. Makes no sense they're $5.99 for six pieces. Taste them. Mmm, crunchy outside. And juicy inside. Consider me a convert. That's the most romantic thing you've said to me all month. We don't make sense. We make chicken. Love that chicken from Popeyes. Price may vary. KCMD and KMED Weather, sponsored by Advanced Air and Bryant. Doing whatever it takes to deliver intelligent heating and cooling solutions and award-winning service. Visit MyAdvancedAir.com. I'm meteorologist Bobby J for NBC5. Besides some patchy fog, going to be a beautiful day. We're starting off colder this morning, but high today nearing 60. We'll drop to 36 tonight, 64 Friday and Saturday. Next week, we turn colder with more wind and showers return Monday. Kind of chilly right now. It's 33 out here by the uh, studios here, 11 minutes after 7. Hope you're doing well, 770-5633. It's a terrifying time for me on Conspiracy Theory Thursday. Open phones which means we just kind of nimbly uh, talk to, to anybody involved here. Seven seven zero five six three three. Even Steve can make it through. Hello, Steve. What's on your mind? Hey. Um, well, your comment about the three-fingered idiots, what creatures have three fingers? Newts, geckos, lizards, um, chameleons is an interesting comparison because they really? change color to match whatever they're around, but they have three fingers. Or dinosaurs. Yeah, well, I wondered if my friend who would always talk about, uh, my colleague, rather, who would talk about three-fingered idiots, if what he was referencing was maybe, you know, someone that was, uh, you know, cutting their fingers off at the mill or something. That's what I assumed. I never did ask where that came from. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Uh, Another topic is Ashland High School's superintendent that they just hired. His whole point is they're going to make everybody graduate from high school equally. So people have... Oh, yes. no. you got to be kidding yes. me. 
No, he said that on on Channel 12 News at 4 o'clock last night. I turned the TV off. I can't watch that. So it doesn't but, matter how stupid you are or whether you showed up or not. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're the dimmest bulb, you'll get an Ashland High School diploma because we have well, to be equal. The of that is if you're smart, you have to be stupid to, sur- to survive because it's the lowest common denominator. Huh. Well, that seems to be uh, pretty much what happened with the, um, well, this is not directly related here. Did you see that uh, the Medford Teachers Union, the Teachers Union, ended up negotiating a new contract with with Medford 549C? And I was reading this in the the Rogue Valley Times the other day. And they were talking about all the things you're going to get, like more than a 13% raise, and uh, they're getting more of this and more of that and more help and smaller class sizes are all part of this. And 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 yet I didn't see one thing in the story, though, that had anything to do with raising student achievement. Is there anything in here that says, okay, we're going to have smaller classrooms, so we, we're going to be getting people reading by, you know, the second grade, let's say, instead of the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, or seventh, you know, depending on but where it is. that's not equity. Equity is if you have a dummy in the class, everybody has to learn to read at the same rate. Oh, boy. And you know what? It's it's – it's not fair. The world is not fair. Everybody doesn't get the same things. And let's say music of musical ability. I have none. Mm-hmm. So if everybody, if I was in a music class, everybody would have to be as awful as I am to play instruments. So it would be just like going to a first grade band concert. Oh. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so idiocracy has now completed its uh, conquest of, uh, of government school system. Hmm. Of Ashlands, anyway, yeah. and and and, and, and yet, the, and yet, that's a highly rated school system. I wonder how long, how much longer it will be highly rated, or if it'll just be highly rated because the parents maybe can afford enough to uh, have tutors when the uh, school itself doesn't really teach the kids. I don't know. Maybe that's what happens. Uh, I I don't know either. Thank you, Bill. All right, thank you for the call. Seven seven zero five six three three seven seven zero KBD. I was actually reading something that. Um, oh, I think. Uh, let me find that uh, story. I just lost the story. I, I found another uh, story about uh, about education. They're, they're actually going back to achievement tests in colleges. I'll tell you more about that here in just a moment, okay? I'll find the article during the break. Hi, who's this? Good morning. Welcome. Yeah, this is Minor Dave. Yes, Dave. Uh, I discovered that, uh, you know, they did the, uh, the environmental in, uh, impact assessment from FERC. But they can't approve. Okay, who, okay, all right. Start back at the beginning. Nobody knows what the hell you're talking about. Let's start again. Oh, it, it's over the climate dam removal. Thank you. All right. So the Bureau of Reclamation, uh, you're, they should have filed a plan of operations with them mm-hmm. on mitigating the land, uh, the land, and the settlement in the lake. And the uh, United States Fish and Game should have required a plan. It could have been one plan, but in the plan for mitigation for the fish, game, and wildlife. And it appears they didn't do that. Okay, well, uh, if that's the case, if this is true and you think there's a case, that you'd have to have an attorney then file suit. And right. it, there would have to be a lawsuit filed uh, on this one. And, you know, just saying this is not going to uh, change much, right? No, I was just putting it out there so that the people around here could realize that 
and maybe we can join forces and find an attorney to sue. All right. Appreciate the call. Thanks for that, Dave. 16 after 7. Hannity update and much more. And more of your calls, 770-5633 on Conspiracy Theory Thursday. This hour of the Bill Meyer Show is proudly sponsored by Phoenix Auto Center Tire Pros on Main Street in Phoenix. Sweetwater Sanitation are your experts in the sanitation business. With over 20 years of providing septic services in Southern Oregon, Sweetwater Sanitation gets the job done the right way. Sweetwater Sanitation can inspect, service, repair, and pump your septic tank so you can focus on enjoying time with friends and family and not a septic disaster. Give them a call at 541-821-1426 or check them out online at swsmodoc.com. Sweetwater Sanitation, their service is the difference. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. How much money did they make from selling access to Joe the brand? You know, what did the Biden family, what did they do? What services did they offer? How much money did Joe get? According to Hunter's laptop, you know, he was tired of giving half of his income to Pops and, you know, uh, asking people, what account should I pay my father's home repairs from? How many business associates ultimately did Joe speak to and meet with? How were the transfer of the business? What did the grandchildren do for this? Do they know that Hunter was addicted to crack cocaine at the time while selling access to Joe? You know, what was the first year that that he gave money to Joe Biden? What about all these loans? Can you bring us the official loan agreement so we can take a look at it? You know, is Joe the big guy? You know, just there's so many questions. Check out the Sean Hannity radio show later today, right here. Hey, you can give your home a new look this year with premium custom window treatments from our friends at Blinds.com. Right now, you save 40% off site-wide. Now, you can choose from Roman and woven wood shades and shutters. My favorite, they're motorized options and much, much more. It's all 100% online. The better way to shop. No pushy commission salespeople in your home. Blinds.com, they make it simple, simple, easy, easy. Anyway, you can do the measuring, the installation yourself, or you can let Blinds.com handle all of it for you. No matter how many window coverings or window treatments you have, you only pay one low installation cost, whether it's one or 50. How cool is that? And forget about going through a long, boring, monotonous in-home consultation just to get a quote. Blinds.com also gives you free shipping and the best part, 100% satisfaction guaranteed. What does that mean? If you're not happy, they will make it right. Anyway, shop Blinds.com right now. Save 40% off site-wide, 40% off for limited time at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to the Bill Meyer Show. 106.3 KMED, 99.3 KCMD. 19 minutes after 7 on Conspiracy Theory Thursday, 770-5633-770-KMED. Some good news here. This may be a sign of, uh, well, you you heard uh, Steve talk about uh, the equity, equity, equity hire over at uh, the Ashland School District. And, of course, I see no uh, signs of improvement in the Medford 549C school district because there's a new teacher's uh, contract and they're giving a whole lot more money for it. But I don't see any promises, hey, that we're going to actually perform better. And I wanted to uh, to mention a little bit of that. Let me see if I can do this. I, I commented on this uh, story, the Rogue Valley Times contract story. And I don't know if you're a subscriber, but I am. I subscribe to all the papers here in uh, in Southern Oregon. And so the story was essentially all the things being given to the to the teachers, to the teachers. They were going to improve uh, class sizes. We're going to give you more help. 
and uh, there's going to be more lesson planning time and uh, a more than 13% raise. And at, and by the end, by the second year of the contract, apparently, the Medford 549C teachers will be the highest paid teachers in Southwest Oregon. They're going to be the highest paid teachers. So they're going to be the highest paid teachers. But are we going to have the highest performing students? And I saw nothing in the article about that. And so I commented the other day when the article first came out, I said, you know, what's in it for uh, the parents and the students, you know, essentially the taxpayers, that kind of thing. And so they didn't press, they didn't uh, print my comment. They didn't allow my comment to go through. And they're always asking for comments on the website at the bottom of it. They say, you know, leave your comment, you know, and, um, and of course, uh, don't use the cap lock and various other things, but I wasn't, you know, attacking anybody personally, but I said, you know, where is it? What about achievement for students? There was nothing about that in the article. It was all about, hey, isn't this wonderful what the teachers ended up getting out of the taxpayers that you'll be forced to pay? And so I've resubmitted another comment. I'll see if maybe it comes up. Maybe it has already. I haven't checked the story again, but I but I was kind of tweaked by this. It's like, why do you ask for comments if you're not going to put them up there? And I said, does the Rogue Valley Times really want thoughtful commentary, or do you just want Comments that are the equivalent of Facebook dog and cat videos, you know. Oh, isn't that nice? Oh, this is wonderful. Go teachers. You know, that kind of thing. Because I had commented that there were lots of gifts from the taxpayers in the contract, and that was the day before. But are there any promises to to deliver more accomplishment? Or are we just going to continue to pay more for being number 47 or number 48 in the nation? I'd like to know how seriously the Rogue Valley Times really wants reader engagement. 770-563-3770-KMED. Uh, some people responded to that, by the way. Alan says, Bill, you don't know that it's cruel to actually expect anything to be accomplished. <laughs> it's all about how getting a new contract makes you feel like something is being done. Got to release those endorphins. Alan, that's a great point. It's very interesting. Mike uh, also commented on that post, too. It says, if it's any consolation here in Arizona, it's no better for education. And Mike Hogan <laughs> I love I love you, Mike. He says, why are you asking such difficult questions? Aren't we supposed to just trust their view? Poor teachers. And, uh, well, they don't. Uh, they don't really want commentary. G.J. Uh, Kemble says, no print news does. That's interesting. Now, there was another side of this. Uh, Debbie Hatton Miller says, with so many small private schools that have popped up, charter schools, homeschool programs, one would think that a regular public classroom would already have fewer children. I'd like to see the actual numbers. I also think we have a right to expect more in our national standing. Fred also adds, Fred Arnett commented on this. This is an interesting comment. Having spent time on both sides of the union fence, a member for eight years, company negotiator for five, my view of the unions is likely tainted. While in the union, I was held back from advancing because the lady with more seniority than I was unqualified for the open position I wanted, but I was told I couldn't move ahead until she did. That taught me that qualifications didn't matter, only seniority. While on the other side, I discovered a sticking point in new contract negotiations was easily revolves, resolved with a case of champagne and some escorts sent to the union president's room. <laughs> oh, so much for the value of the members. The bottom line, 
I see unions benefiting only the union officials and those employees who are either incompetent or too lazy to do the job. That's an interesting point, Fred. I've always said that, uh, you know, the smart teachers, the really good teachers don't need a union. The union is there for the dumb teachers and dumb employees or the bad employees, the low performers. 770-5633, open phones, conspiracy theory Thursday. Hi, who's this? Good morning. Uh, yeah, hey, Bill. Uh, David. Hi, David. Um, you know, if you're going to raise a uh, conspiracy, I was going to – I'd uh, lay it out that uh, the rich are trying to get us killed. How so? And if, well, uh, as you're talking about uh, uh, green energy and trying to smear it, it's it's known that the Saudi Arabians are trying to jack up oil prices, right? They're refusing to uh, – uh, you know, they're refusing to pump more. And in fact, Jared Kushner took $2 billion from the Saudis to teach them how to uh, how to pump less and to screw America. Hmm. Now, if... Interesting theory. To, sure. Okay. Well, it's no theory. It's it's real. Uh, there's no... Of course it is. ...that he got $2 billion from the Saudis uh, just after Pops uh, got out of office. And um, and the the name of the game is to, um, well, the solution, of course, is for America to create its own energy. All right. And uh, the one thing I'm going to tell you, though, is um, the green energy is not available on demand. You understand that part. That's that's the biggest weakness of the green energy revolution, so to speak. Right? Well, that's not completely true. There's tidal power, there's wind power, there's solar power. And in fact... Okay, wind, you get wind power when wind blows, you get solar power when the sun's shining. And the sun doesn't right. shine most of the day. And I know you can talk about batteries, but then, of course, there's the environmental raping that comes from that, too. Right? Uh, no. Yes. But they're splitting the difference. Uh, so, say, for example, if you look at uh, North Dakota... They say that there is so much wind in North Dakota, it could power the entire United States, but there'd have to be some way to distribute it. You look at lightning bolts. A single lightning bolt can have so much electricity that it would power an entire city for a year. There has to be some way to capture it. There are plenty of different ways of uh, developing alternative energy. And instead of locking ourselves into an old boy system, an old boy money. Oh, you want us to be in a new boy system, David. You want the new boy where the uh, the Greens are sitting there and attacking politicians that go, don't go with their racket. Okay, I get it. Appreciate the call. <laughs> really sad, right? Uh, okay, yeah. Well, no, there's lots, of, there, there's lots of rackets to go involved here. I'm not against, uh, I am not against renewable energy. The thing is, though, is that no grid runs on it. The more renewable energy, the more renewable energy that goes on the grid, the less stable the grid becomes. Look it up. I appreciate the call. Thanks for that, David. Seven seven zero five six three three. Hi, who's this? Good morning. Hey, good morning. Uh, this is Sherm. Sure. And what I'm calling about is in reference to what we discussed in education the other day. So I'm going to take some, make some moves and go out and investigate for myself. Okay. I'm going to go in the classrooms as a CTE business teacher certified in the state of Oregon and Washington. And, yes, I've been on negotiations in two districts, on the team of five in each district. So I'm going to go out and find out what's going on, and I'll get back with you. I appreciate the report back, all right? But 
I know that uh, when I see equity, 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 equity coming out of the management, it doesn't give me great promise for the future, if that's what's uh, going to be the focus. Things, mm-hmm. I don't believe things have changed that much in the last decade, 12 years since I've been out. But I'm going to find out for myself. And then you report, I'm okay? Be and then you report. All right. Thanks. I will do it. Thanks for the call. 728 KMED KCMD. This is the Bill Meyer Show, okay? Uh, oh, by the way, uh, breaking news that just came out of uh, Fox Business. I think this is really interesting. Google apologizes after the new Gemini AI, the artificial intelligence uh, Gemini, refuses to show pictures and achievements of white people. The latest version of Gemini artificial intelligence will frequently produce images of black, Native American, and Asian people when prompted, but it refuses to produce pictures for white people. Gemini Experience's Senior Director of Product Management, Jack Akratzik, addresses the response from the AI that had led social media users to voice uh, voice concern. Uh, We're working to improve these kinds of depictions immediately, uh, Krawczyk said. That's actually how you pronounce his name, I think. Gemini's AI image generation... Uh, Gemini's AI, AI image uh, generation does generate a wide range of people, and that's generally a good thing because uh, people around the world use it, but it's missing the mark here. Apparently, if you were to ask it to show pictures and achievements of white people, it would show non-white people, apparently. I don't know. Now, if Google actually fixes the Gemini AI artificial intelligence and it will actually show pictures and achievements of white people, uh, what do you think it'll show? It'll probably be Hitler, like Hitler at a speech or something like that with all the people doing the Hitler salute. You know, that that will be the uh, the. <laughs> you want to bet me? I mean, I don't know. You have to you, ha- you have to wonder. There always has to be a thumb on the scale. Huh? This is the Bill Myers show. We've heard it all. I guess that's why they call it a blind spot. Let me tell you something. Turkeys have no respect for right of way. Biggest tumbleweed ever. Bam! Black ice in July. No, really. But the reason you need auto body repair doesn't matter to us. What matters is we make your car like new and the process easy for you. Lithia Body and Paint gets you back on the road like it never happened. Service, speed, accuracy. That's Lithia Body and Paint. Choosing a company to drill your well is a major decision. You have a lot to consider. Experience, reputation, equipment, price, and most importantly, the finished project. Clouser Drilling stands behind their work and guarantees materials and workmanship. Quality and integrity has helped Clouser Drilling grow to be one of the largest drilling companies in the state. They provide the best overall value and make sure the job is done right. Competent and capable. That's Clouser Drilling. Call today for a free written estimate. 476-7795. Visit clouserdrilling.com. Well, you know what's over at Stovin's Paws? We both recommend... Lamont here from Orly Stoves and Spas. Are you tired of those huge heating bills just to stay warm and comfortable in your own home? Then now is the time for a new wood, gas, or pellet stove from Orly Stoves and Spas. Orly's has Southern Oregon's largest inventory with over 400 stoves in stock now. Never be cold again. And for a limited time, receive a 30% tax credit on qualifying wood or pellet stoves and installation. Are you ready for a relaxing spring and summer enjoying your new pool, swim spa, or hot tub? Then 
Orly's has everything you need. We are fully stocked on splash around above ground pools and accessories. Orly's is Southern Oregon's largest cow spa dealer with over 55 spas and swim spas in stock now, as well as the shortest lead time of any dealer in the Valley on any special order. Don't forget to ask us about our easy financing. Orly's Soaps and Spas at the corner of Delta Waters and Crater Lake Highway, Medford, 541-779-5340. 106.3 KMED, 99.3 KCMD. This is the Bill Myers Show. In all the crazy news, I wanted to uh, give you a couple examples of some sane news. Now, the sane news, that's not coming from Oregon, but maybe it'll filter down to Oregon at some point. Uh, first off, Epic Times reporting this morning that a state appeals court in New York yesterday declared as unconstitutional a New York City law permitting non-citizen voting in local elections. And this is a victory for election integrity advocates and opponents of the legislation who mounted a legal channel, a challenge, rather. So that's in uh, very woke, very progressive New York. So uh, letting non-citizens uh, vote, nope, not uh, permitted. That's been struck down as unconstitutional. Now it's just one court, one decision, but it uh, certainly is something uh, interesting. And with all the conversation we were having about uh, education here, uh, we're going to have the highest paid teachers in Southwest Oregon in 549C. Will we have better performing students? That part doesn't get talked about in the contract negotiations, I guess. It's all about what are you going to give me to still be number 47 or number 48, whatever the uh, the ranking of Oregon schools, right? <laughs> you know, we don't know. But there may be a change coming to even Oregon schools, and here's why. Yale University has just joined Dartmouth, MIT, and Georgetown in requiring applicants to submit standardized test scores. Kaplan's survey suggests that other schools will join them. You know how we've been going through this whole thing where tests are racist and test scores are racist? And then uh, what ended up happening is that uh, the Ivy League and other highfalutin university types were finding out that, oh, wait a minute, not requiring test results means that we're getting a whole bunch of dummies cluttering up the uh, system because not everybody has the achievement. That's just the way it goes. So Yale, Dartmouth, MIT, Georgetown, you got you got to have your standardized test scores. You have to be able to show that you have some achievement and you got the smarts to be able to go into this higher education realm. So that's good. That's actually really good news. And the reason why that is good news, uh, maybe for Oregon, is that Oregon may get to the point where, yeah, they're going to have to actually go back and do real achievement tests again. You know how things were kind of dumbed down and dialing back and we'll be doing some testing and we don't really, eh, you'll get your diploma anyway. Or like the guy that just got hired to run the, the, you know, Ashland in which equity, 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 equity. At some point, if anyone from Oregon is going to go to the Ivy League, they're going to have to actually show they can really accomplish and that they have the brains and the smarts to do it. So I look at this as... Possible progress, possible progress, real progress here, because it will force Oregon to not be so stupid. This is the Bill Myers Show on KMED, KCMD. Now I'm talking about Oregon people. I'm talking about the Oregon school system, the Department of Education. It's going to have to perform if you want to see these kids in there. You can't say, oh, no, we can't have these test scores. Test scores are bad. Now, if you want to get in, you're going to have to test. 
The tradition continues at the 24th Annual Newswatch 12 Sportsman's and Outdoor Recreation Show at the Jackson County Expo, February 23rd through 25th. See and shop all your outdoor recreation needs from a host of new exhibitors. You can meet the world-famous 600-pound Lion Maasai. Visit the ATV Fusion Display. Don't miss the Seven Feathers Big Game Trophy Room and free senior night. You'll see guides, lodges, and outdoor agencies. Sign up to win a winch to go and other great prizes. For the kids, there's a live trout pond, archery and laser shotgun range, a huge climbing wall and a 10-foot tall Sasquatch. Catch the fishing demonstrations in the giant fish tank and learn the latest tips at the Sportsman's Theater covering fishing, hunting, boating, gun safety, and a Bigfoot town meeting. RVs, ATVs, boats, trailers, and wall tents at low show prices. All this and more at the Jackson County Sportsman's and Outdoor Recreation Show presented by Bymark, February 23rd through 25th. Let's go! For more info, visit ExposureShows.com. KMED, KCMD News, sponsored by Millette Construction, specializing in foundation repair and replacement. Get on solid ground by visiting MilletteConstruction.com. Good morning, I'm Marcus Veal with your MSC5 morning news update. Wednesday, police responded to an alarm activation at Hedrick Middle School in Medford, thinking it was a potential threat. Turns out it was a false alarm. Medford Police and Jackson County Sheriff's Office deputies responded and the school went on lockdown. Students were securing classrooms while many parents of students rushed to the scene. When it was revealed that it was a false alarm and there was no threat, classes continued as normal, though some students opted to return home. The cause of the false alarm is still being investigated. In an effort to get access to more jail space, the Ashland City Council updated their intergovernmental agreement with the county jail. According to Ashland Police Chief Ty O'Mara, the Ashland Police Department has rented dedicated jail bed space at the Jackson County Jail on an as-needed basis for the last several years. The updated IGA increased the number of jail beds available from two to three. With additional space, less people are released back to the community due to jail bed availability, reducing potential public safety issues. The new agreement increases the jail bed rental charge from $100 per bed to $110, APD says the increase in the daily fee can be absorbed by the department's annual budget of $33,000 for these changes. For local news anytime, head to our website or to our Facebook page. That's KOBI-TV, NBC5. And for NBC5 News, I'm Marcus Veal. Have a great day. This hour of the Bill Meyer Show is proudly sponsored by Phoenix Auto Center Tire Pros and Full Service Auto Repair. Hi, it's Jolene at Phoenix Auto Center Tire Pros. If you're wondering about the condition of your tires, stop in and we'll check your tread level and give you an honest assessment on wear and your ability to navigate wet, slick roads. And if you need new tires, Phoenix Auto Center has a great selection of top brands like General, Hercules, Cooper, Continental, Falcon, Mastercraft, BF Goodrich, and more. For the best tire prices and service, see your local family-owned Phoenix Auto Center Tire Pros on Main in Phoenix. Millette Construction has been a general contractor for 40 years. For the last 20 years, they've specialized in foundation repair and replacement. If you have sloping floors, cracks in walls, and windows and doors that are hard to open, you have a foundation problem that's only getting worse. At Millette Construction, they not only fix your foundation and level your house, they solve the water problem that's causing the damage. Get on solid ground. Call Millette Construction for a free estimate. Visit MilletteConstruction.com. CCB number 32787. The purchase of another gutter manufacturing machine has spurred speculation at the offices of Fontana Roofing. 
Yes, we'll custom fabricate them on site in your choice of 30 colors and includes heavy-duty hangers, zinc-plated screws, and complete downspouts. Great. Talk to you soon. Another quote? Yep. They're deciding between copper, steel, or aluminum. All will last decades. Even when they're occasionally plugged, they can handle the weight of water and leaves. And space dust. Researchers have calculated about 5,200 metric tons of micrometeorites fall to Earth every year. Huh. Ooh, what about bird poo? I'm guessing that's got to be in the millions of tons dropping from the sky every day into the gutters. Montana Roofing manufacturers sturdy. Custom gutter systems to withstand just about whatever lands on your roof. Call Montana Roofing for your next set of gutters. Visit MontanaRoofingServices.com. Taxes are hard, and calling Pat Hurley is easy at 774-1040. He's a former internal revenue agent and is licensed as an Oregon tax consultant and enrolled agent. He's your friendly tax professional at 774-1040. Hi, I'm Steve Potter, body shop manager of Lithia Body and Paint, and I'm on 106.7 KMED. Gregory Wrightstone has been traveling the country preaching the gospel of, hey, quit panicking. Put panic about this because, you know, every day there is another hissy fit, another blood-curdling headline. World has never been warmer. We're all going to die in a boiling pit of seawater someplace or else uh, big rocks will be falling out of the sky. Whatever it is, it's really, really bad news every time you hear about it. And, of course, Gregory has been a voice of scientific reason here, which makes him uh, very unpopular, I think, on the uh, progressive left that really wants you eating mealworms and, and I guess, uh, you know, wearing the hair shirt. He's the author of A Very Convenient Warming. I'm going to hold it up to the Facebook Live camera. A Very Convenient Warming, How Modest Warming and More CO2 Are Benefiting Humanity. He's a geologist, executive director of the CO2 Coalition, expert reviewer for the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, and best-selling author of Inconvenient Facts. I think you've sold hundreds of thousands of copies, if not millions of copies of that last one. Isn't that the case, Gregory? Welcome back to the show. What? Well, it's, I wish it was in millions, but uh, no, it's yeah, we're approaching a hundred thousand, which is a lot of books. Yeah, uh, and it, in fact, this morning it, it's pretty cool. Uh, earlier this morning, uh, my new book was number twelve, and the old book was number thirteen on on Amazon's uh, uh, category of climatology, which all the climate related books are there. So it's um, it's it's climbing up the charts. Just released really two weeks ago. And uh, it's been uh, it's been incredible. We've had great uh, response to it. Again, the, the name is a very convenient warming. And, yeah. and you talked about all these climate crises we're hearing about, and we've moved on here at the CO two Coalition and, and this book and my own philosophy from the we don't well we still talk and say there is no climate crisis, and, and that is true. But we've gone a little bit beyond that. And not only is there no climate crisis, but by almost every metric we look at, Earth's ecosystems are thriving and prospering, and humanity is benefiting from that. And it's, and it's not even close. Uh, we see uh, issue after issue, crisis after crisis. We find that uh, just the opposite of what we're being told in the media uh, is occurring. You know, deserts are shrinking, not expanding. Forests are expanding. Uh, droughts are decreasing. Wildfire decreasing both in North America and globally, and yet that seems to be a that that seems to be a uh, a counter to. Frankly, we have a lot of summers that were choked with smoke here, 
in uh, in Southwest Oregon, though. But you're talking about the overall level of fires, but not necessarily the locations of them, because out here we can't we say we can't cut any tree. You really can't do much to the forest yep. right now, except let them burn. Yeah, well, the, if you look at at the at the area burned and number of fires, both uh, for continental United States, were about twenty percent of what they were back in the 1930s, 90 years oh. ago. Okay. So, but but you are right. There has been a slight increase, a modest increase in area burned since uh, the mid 1980s. But that's the directly the result, as you know, of bad uh, forest management practices changing, where they can't. Uh, the, the privately held forests are holding their own pretty pretty well, but as you know, there's so much government-controlled land uh, in the West, uh, and they don't allow any logging, timbering, uh, controlled burns, uh, and those things are allowing uh, both, both invasive species like grasses, the cheek grass that's widespread across the West, uh, but also we've got four to five times too many trees per acre. Uh, from what, if you take a look at pictures from back in the mid 1800s of this era, you'll you'll see stands of timber, but separated by grasslands. And those grasslands would periodically burn, uh, but now those same pictures were that were mostly grassland with stands of timber are now completely covered with forest. And again, the, the Sierra Nevada Conservancy tells us there are four to five times too many trees per acre. So that means every forest, every forest fire that that does start, there's more. Obviously, it's clear more. There's more, more fuel, and then each tree is competing for the same scarce soil moisture. So they're aggravating the aridity, and so these things. And I was I was in Oregon, uh, as you know. Um, mm-hmm. We we met up. I believe that was early September, and we. You know, I experienced the smoke there. It was, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. We were all hanging out at John's house in in Ashland, and you were, yeah, and you and you were there. You understood. You understood what we were uh, dealing with around here. Uh, you know, you were talking about the how the grass will uh, will take over. Of course, grass is a very fast, war, a burning, very intense fire starter too. You know, because it's uh, it, it's like you know setting on fire, setting paper on fire, essentially. It, yeah, it is, and and we can. We, Grass can, with hot, dry, windy conditions, can dry out in just several hours. That's right. Uh, it doesn't take very long at all. And a lot of these fires, that, that some of the devastating fires, were, were almost entirely grass fires. And they, those grass fires, again, it, it's mostly from uh, our expert Jim Steele and others, Bob Zyback. Uh, these people, they, they tell us these grass fires uh, fueled by cheatgrass, which is a non-native species. And it's called cheatgrass because it it arises in greens early in the spring and it cheats out the native species. So that's why they call it cheatgrass. Um, and we saw that was that was true uh, in the in the Hawaii fires at Lahaina. Those were grass fires, uh, and they didn't have problems at Lahaina until recently with all these fires uh, because the whole area was covered with with pineapple plantations and fields of full of pi- pineapple. Uh, when the canners left Hawaii, all of those pineapple plantations uh, went away as well. Now, what used to be pineapple uh, acreage is now covered with non-native grasses uh, that are fueled uh, in Hawaii by, they're called the Lahaina winds that come across the top of the mountain, very similar to the uh, the Diablo winds. Or the Santa uh, Ana winds that you get in uh, California. Yeah. Right, exactly. Santa Ana, Diablo. And uh, 
very, you know, you get these intense, and as, as the wind comes over the top of the mountain, it's very dry, it's very arid, and as it's descending, uh, just due to physics, it's heating up and, and becoming even more arid. So when, when it gets down to uh, where there's a lot of civilization, those winds are moving quickly, they're hot, very hot, very dry, and all it takes is just one spark. Uh, and that's what we saw in whole, many of these fires. Are, are uh, they're are they are they due to man? Yep, it's due to our mismanaged forest. Forest. Yeah. It's also down the electric lines. But you see, that is a infrastructure problem and an infrastructure investment problem. That's not a climate problem, right? And and that's what you're trying to focus on. Uh, Gregory Wrightstone with me. A very convenient warming. How modest warming and more CO two are benefiting humanity. And I'm glad you're talking about the modest warming, but how much is a modest warming? Because uh, the headlines that we always see, it's like, it's, well, gosh, it's never been hotter in the last 100 years. Or I, I don't think that's true because I'm thinking most of the heat records were still set back in the 1930s. I could be wrong about that, but maybe you could yeah. throw a little light on that, you know, please. We, yeah, I, I spent the week last week uh, in Wyoming uh, speaking at several community colleges, University of Wyoming. I actually I testified before the Wyoming Senate agriculture community about climate change in Wyoming specifics. Uh, when I was in, in Oregon uh, in September, uh, you attended a talk I gave, and mm-hmm. I showed the, the the actual data for Oregon. Uh, again, showing that yeah, the the heat waves and the hottest temperatures were 90 years ago uh, during the Dust Bowl years of the 1930s. Uh, and so we see what we see is a, a modest increase in temperature. Uh, for example, the Wyoming data I looked at, um, not too far from from you, is uh, we saw that there has been a 1.2 degree Fahrenheit warming since 1895. But what was really interesting, that warming was driven by increasing temperatures of the coldest nighttime temperatures. So it's in the heat waves, the hottest temperatures had been in a 90 year decline. So we're having uh, warmer, if you will cold, nighttime cold, coldest temperatures mm-hmm. are actually increasing, and it increased significantly. Uh, and that's a good thing. And what that means is the growing seasons are lengthening, because, because now we have killing frosts ending earlier in the spring and arriving later in the fall. And Bill, what's, if you have a, an apple orchard, what, what's your greatest fear? It's, it's a late spring killing frost. And because of this increase in warmer nighttime temperatures, uh, you have less chance of that happening. Uh, and we also see we have more plantings because well, it, the continental United States, the growing season since 1900 has, has lengthened just a little bit over two weeks. So we have a two-week increase in growing season. Um, that's part of the contribution why we see in my new book I capture, I've got a chart showing the eight top crops in the world of uh, in terms of tonnage produced. And all eight are breaking records year after year after year. Uh, and it's because, mainly from CO2 fertilization effect, that we're having more CO2, says fueling plant and crop growth. But it's also the warming. And also, the third leg of this three-legged stool was increasing in, in proper use of nitrogen fertilizer, which is, by the way, created using fossil fuels, mostly natural gas. Uh, so we've got We've got all of these things combining uh, to feed a growing population. And we see, too, in the book I capture, a chart showing that crop growth and productivity is outpacing population growth. 
Well, that would be good because a lot of people wonder how do you feed, you know, 8 billion people, 7, 8 billion people over the uh, long term. One thing I did want to ask you is that uh, out on the West Coast, one of the challenges here is that um, we're not really good at storing water. In fact, they just blew up the uh, climate dam system here because we don't want to impound water. And yet, if you do have gentle warming like you're talking about, Odds are the old way of just uh, expecting snowpack to hang on to your water probably won't work, right? I mean, realistically, if you are in a uh, warming trend, so shouldn't the West be looking at water storage a little more than maybe they have in the past? You should, but the, the facts don't agree with, with that contention of, of the end of snow is nigh. Oh, they don't? It, it is. Okay. No. Uh, in fact, you just, I know, again, looking at Wyoming, they just set records, I believe it was last year for snowfall. And we took a look at the top eight ski resorts in Wyoming, and and uh, only two of those eight had a decline in, in annual snowfall. We looked back, I think, about 40 years of data we had. And so five of the eight had increases in snowfall over the last 40 or so years. And so it, it, we, which was surprising to me, um, but because of, of warming and climate change, actually, it, it, it's predicted, and it, we're, we're actually seeing that we have precipitation increase uh, with warming temperatures, and that's that's measure, we can measure that uh, by NOAA data, where they're capturing actual rainfall, and we can do it with, with global satellite data. Now, is this due to do you get more pre- precipitation due to more ocean evaporation, and then coming down as rain? Is that what happens? Or I don't understand. It is. The, the atmosphere, the warmer temperatures of the atmosphere can hold more water vapor. Oh. Um, and, and that's that's part of it. Uh, part of it is, yes, evaporation of the oceans with sea surface temperatures rising. Uh, and so we, we see that. One of the other things we see when, when we talk about a global decline in fire, of wildfire, is that increases in CO2 um, encourages drought resistance by plants because of the all the plants have what are called stomata or pores on the underside of their leaves. And with higher CO2 levels, they don't have to – it's called transpiration. They're, if you will, it's breathing in and out. Oh, they don't have to breathe as hard with higher CO2 level. Okay. Right. And as you transpire out, mostly at night, but as, as, as you're, you know, out goes – they bring in carbon dioxide, the beneficial miracle molecule, and then expel um, – Oxygen, O2, uh, which is, you know, we, these uh, carbon dioxide, we breathe in and out. We're exhaling carbon dioxide because it's uh, at the levels that we need to get rid of. It's it's poisonous, and but at 40 levels of 40,000 parts per million is what we're exhaling every time you breathe out, whereas the ambient atmosphere has 400 parts per million. Uh, But plants exhale. Uh, carbon dioxide, when they do that, they're also expelling water vapor. And so they don't have to do it as much. So they're not losing as much water, and they don't need as much water. And it, it, it increases their ability to resist drought. Gregory Wrightstone is the author of A Very Convenient Warming, How Modest Warming and More CO2 Are Benefiting Humanity. I'm going to talk a little politics involved with this because so much of it uh, involving the uh, deindustrialization of the West, of Western societies, Gregory, seems to be predicated on the, well, you notice how there's all these goals, you know, 
uh, Goal 2040, Vision 2050, climate-friendly, equitable communities in Oregon, you know, that they're, you know, and everything is about hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, and uh, deindustrialize and get you into the hair shirt. And I'm wondering if one of the reasons there seems to be such a hurry up about this and with these time frames is that if they wait too much longer, the fraud of we're all going to die from this might be more evident because you're talking about how actually the warming will benefit humanity. Yeah, it is. They need to get it done quickly. I, I think the worm is turning. I, I see it almost nearly every day, definitely every week of more evidence of more and more people waking up and learning the facts about the benefits of carbon dioxide and, and, and that the, there is no climate crisis. Uh, it's, People are hurting people in their in their wallets uh, with paying more for electric. And it's I think when when the financial uh, pain gets to most people, they're going to say no, thank you. And also they're having their lives controlled. Almost every aspect of our life uh, that you can think of is is now being controlled to save the world from climate change, from what we drive, uh, how much water comes out of our shower head. What do we eat? Uh, you know what we eat? We eat, we eat a cow, what we're destroying we the planet. You know, that kind of thing, right? Exactly. Mm. It's, it's um, you know, I'm, I'm, off, I'm often asked, well, why are they doing it? If, the, if they're lying to us, and, and they are, why, why are they doing it? Now, you know, I can't see inside men's and women's souls to see what the motivation is. Uh, but other people, you know, you can ask your, you'll probably have people calling in and volunteering the reasons for why they're doing is it control is it is it they want to bring down western society and capitalism is it for funding well it certainly is funding in the case of a lot of scientists because if you if you do research that disputes any aspect of this your funding will disappear and you'll probably lose your job we've seen it time and time again yeah and when the science is only paid for to go in one direction you're going to get science that supports that that point of view then right Exactly. Gregory Wrightstone with me this morning. Hey, Greg, let's grab a couple of calls before you take off. I always appreciate you coming on and look forward to you coming back to Southern Oregon. And let me go to line two. Hi, you're on with Gregory Wrightstone. Good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Alan the Applegate. Hey, Al. You want to have a question hey. for Gregory? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I've got a question. So uh, one of the byproducts of, of global warming is supposedly sea level rising. There's a, there's a cave in France that had time it was active it was 200 or 120 feet below sea level is a coster cave there's cave art that they date to 20,000 years ago 200 centuries ago Mm -hmm. at that time sea level was 500 feet lower than it is now so in the last five 200 centuries sea level has come up 500 feet that's two and a half feet per century on average over 200 centuries it's only rising six inches currently a century so it appears that sea level rise has decreased significantly over the last 200 centuries. Is that true, uh, Gregory? Well, he's almost right. And what, what, what is it, David Applegate? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, you're right. There's been actually 400 feet of sea level rise in the last 15,000 years, and uh, the, the rate is actually about. You said six inches. I, 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 the numbers I see is seven inches per century. Close. But you're right. Yeah. If you're if we look at, uh, for example, the Maldives are an island chain, uh, a nation that it's in the Indian Ocean, and the UN lists the Maldives as the most at-risk island uh, and nation on Earth. 
Well, 15,000 years ago, the Maldives were also just above sea level. And again, in the last 15,000 years, sea level has risen 400 feet. Why are they not under 400 feet of water, you might ask? And the answer is a geologic process known as accretion, where actually the, the nearshore sands and gravels during storm events get washed up onto the aisle, and then it's distributed by, by uh, animals, plants grow, and the, and, the nation, and the islands actually are growing along with sea level rise. So they're, gonna, they're, they're telling us the Maldives will be underwater in a couple of, de- in a couple of uh, decades. Well, uh, by, night, by 2050, at this current rate, sea level will, will rise two inches, just barely to your ankles. Uh, and so what they're telling you is that the last 400 feet of sea level rise didn't put that island under, but the next two inches, look out, it's going to be underwater. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you're <clears throat> not in agreement with this. I will believe the danger of sea level rise when I see the Hollywood celebrities and the Obamas abandon their multi-million dollar coastal mansions. I really will. I think then we'll know yeah. that there's a well, <laughs> there's some if, truth if to you, it. What, if you if you Google Maldives and I believe it was Forbes, uh, Forbes had a, an article just recently. There are 14 resort complexes and four airports being built on the Maldives. Well, these are all funded. They're insured by multinational insurance companies that they they avoid risk like the plague. But yet these insurance companies are are insuring these tens and hundreds of millions of dollars. Of building expense and new new resorts, uh, why are they doing that if they're going to be underwater? The reason is that the insurance company knows just as well as you and I do. Now your your listeners that these these islands are not going to be underwater in a couple of decades hmm. or by the end of this century. I appreciate the take on that, Gregory. I'll grab another call here before we take off. Hi, who's this? You're with Gregory Wrightstone. Yes, Bill, this is Rick with in Medford. Yes, Rick, a question um, for Gregory. Go ahead, please. Yes, well, regarding the Earth's albedo, which is a measure, as I understand it, of the, uh, the reflection of the sun's energy mm-hmm. out into space, I read a, a comment on this the other day that increasing forestation actually increases the Earth's albedo. In other words, it makes the Earth warmer which uh, seems counterintuitive because of the, the people that are advocating more and more uh, forestation, saving of the forest, et cetera. But yet they're and terrified of, uh, of the warming, but yet they're terrified of warming at the same time, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. and so what, what, just, what's your question for Gregory? Just curious. If, is that well, just... I just wonder if he had some comment upon the, uh, the effect on the Earth's albedo by increasing vegetation. All right, very good. Uh, what do you say about that, Gregory? Any comment at all? What? Well, actually, vegetation would likely decrease it. Uh, and, and what we're seeing, I've re- just recently been, been researching this aspect of, of what does uh, NASA had a paper that they published on how increasing foliage was actually having a cooling effect. Now, bear in mind, foliage is being fueled by, by carbon dioxide increases. Mm-hmm. Right. So increasing carbon dioxide is increasing foliage and forests. Uh, and it turns out it's fascinating that this, the sunlight coming in, uh, it, for the, the greenhouse effect to work, it needs to hit the earth and is re-radiated as, as infrared radiation. Uh, because of more foliage, it's being absorbed by the leaves. 
by photosynthesis and converted to energy of the plant to use with water uh, to, to, to grow faster and, and capture that CO2. So it's actually got a cooling effect, uh, more forests, more plants, more foliage. Uh, and, but they've just recently, they, they took that down. It started getting a lot of coverage, and now you can't find it. Oh, <laughs> oh so it was memory it was memory hold, in other words. the uh, yep. Well, remember the last time your last book was what, An Inconvenient Truth, so that was an inconvenient truth that they had to get rid of. Interesting. That's right. All right. Uh, Gregory, uh, I noticed that um, there is talk, and I know that uh, Bill Gates or companies backed by Bill Gates and some others have been uh, looking at wanting to experiment on the on the atmosphere and spray aerosolized chemicals in order to cool the planet. Is that a good plan in your view if you were in charge of advising the planet, so so to speak, the planet elite? What could go wrong? A lot of things. And, and there, again, crop production is, is, is expanding for lots of reasons, but this is just one example of how they're going to negatively impact crop growth. What, what do crops need to grow? They need sunlight. The more sunlight, the better. They need water, and thankfully, precipitation's increasing. And they need CO2 for photosynthesis, and the more CO2, the better. So what do they want to do? Reduce CO2, cut off the sunlight, block it from space. Uh, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, it, it, our paper we, we published along with, with Richard Lindson and Will Happer, William Happer last year, uh, we predicted – if they go through with this, and, and and again, banning nitrogen fertilizer, those three things will likely lead to millions of deaths due to starvation and crop failure. We saw what happened in Sri Lanka a year and a half ago when they banned nitrogen fertilizer, um, and it, they just their their entire system collapsed. Agriculture based uh, in in Sri Lanka. Huh. You have to wonder if maybe uh, the people that are pushing those kind of schemes uh, look at the millions of potential deaths as a uh, feature, not a bug. But we'll have to talk about those motivations another time, Gregory. I appreciate you coming on. And Anyway, the book is a very convenient warming, how modest warming and more CO2 are benefiting humanity. Gregory Wrightstone and uh, Dr. William Happer, by the way, writes the foreword on this. And this is available at all the usual suspects here. And what is your main website again at CO2 Coalition? I know is what you're a member of, uh, certainly. But yeah, CO2Coalition.org. And if you want to buy the the book direct, just go to ConvenientWarming.com, and you can bypass uh, Bezos's and Amazon's exorbitant fees that they take off the book. So ConvenientWarming.com. And CO2Coalition.org. Convenientwarming.com, CO2Coalition.org. I'm going to get it up on my website today here, too, when we put the guest information up there. Gregory, always great to talk with you. Looking forward to seeing you in Southern Oregon sooner rather than later, okay? You take care. Be well. Thank you much. Six minutes after 8, this is KMED and KMED HD1, Eagle Point, Medford, KCMD, Grants Pass, Translator, K294AS, Ashland.